You're listening to the TechVidition Podcast, episode 118. Come send with us. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. About time. Yeah. Uh, I'm, my name is Sergio. This is James. Guess who's back? Back again. Bill is back. Tell a friend. What up, everybody? This is Clarence. It's the Techpedition Podcast. We, we've been gone a while. Very, 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 very quick. Very, very quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we had a lot of news to talk about. A lot of stuff has happened. Uh, and we also are, have watched a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. Hopefully we can get, get, get James' stuff out of the way. He's got to leave us about halfway through. But let's get started. James, you go first. You've got the, uh, the first news article. All right, so we have Street Fighter Cross Tekken, which everybody's been hearing quite a bit about, that we know there's a 360, a PS3, and a Vita version. Well, the Vita version is not going to launch the same day as the big console versions, so it's getting delayed a bit, uh, which wasn't too big of news. Most people figured that, but here's the big news. The Vita version is going to add 12 new characters to the roster that were not there before, so we're going to look at seeing... Uh, from the Tekken side, Brian Fury, Christy Montero. That big bear dude. Nope, Kuma's <laughs> already in it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but from the Street Fighter side, it's the biggest news because we're going to have Dudley's return. But the biggest thing of the Street Fighter characters that are going to be added in is Elena, a Street Fighter 3 character that people have been clamoring for for quite a bit. So we'll see how that works, which also old. means... Which also means we're going to have, you know, like $60 worth of DLC for this game. No, Once we're going no, to have Street Fighter Cross Tekken Ultra six months uh, to a year from now. No, no, no. They, they, they have – well, now this is Capcom, so you got to take it with a grain of salt. But they have blatantly stated in their official report that you will not have to buy another disc version of Street Fighter Cross Tekken like you've had with Street Fighter. Everything that's going to be expanded upon will be done through DLC. I hope that. I hope that's that's a fact. We'll see. They they don't have the best track record for that. <laughs> you know, but I believe the, it when the I see bastards. It. Yeah. I mean, why are they doing yeah. it with a with a franchise? Well, with a combo that's probably going to get get less eyes than the other other more popular franchises. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, well, the thing is, though, Street Fighter and Tekken have been basically the big two as far as popular popularity in the fighting game community. Well, I guess I'm... And they've, so basically this is taking the Tekken side and the Street Fighter side and letting them come together because you're going to have the Street Fighter cross Tekken, and then uh, a year from now you're going to have Tekken cross Street Fighter, which Namco is going to do. Well, maybe it might be because they're partnered over with Namco is why they can't do, do it like they've been doing it, can't horse out. <laughs> I'm sure Namco would be okay with it. It's uh, money. Namco yeah, likes money. money. Yeah. True, but they don't yeah, release titles not, like that, though. You know. Yeah, they're, they're not they're not as bad about uh, pinging you on <laughs> with on this DLC that you, you gotta know, pay for. Capcom was like Jimmy Fallon talking to that baby, but it's more money. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> While we're talking about Street Fighter Cross Tekken, let's talk about Mega Man. Uh, hey Sergio, did, did you know Sergio? If you Google why does Capcom hate Mega Man, your article's like the second one in the Google listing. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> so why do they hate Mega Man? I don't know why they. I I really don't know why they hate Mega Man, but they clearly do. Because yeah, the, obviously they do. The Mega Man that's in Street Fighter Cross Tekken ain't Mega Man. That's some dude in a cost, some fat dude he, in a costume. He costa. was on the box. Yeah. Yeah, like the prototype Mega Man. You mean it's not the Mega Man from the uh, Marvel vs. Capcom franchise? No, 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 no. This is a this is if you remember uh, like from the original Mega Man or Mega Man Two, the the box art for America had like a dude that was fat in a skin tight suit with a pistol, not a bust rifle for an arm, but a pistol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I can't even understand it. Oh, and Pac Man's gonna be in that game too. Yeah, Pac-Man. 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 Okay, that's just wrong. And for the Vita version, they're going to have uh, Cole from the Infamous games that's as right. a guest character. That's that's a good fit, probably. Yeah, that one makes more sense than Pac-Man. Yeah. Uh, well, let's move on to uh, some news about Double Fine. 
uh, I know you're, you're you're familiar with Double Fine. Uh, they're the uh, Tim Schafer's uh, company that did, uh, let's say, Psychonauts. And they made that crappy game with Jack Black in it. Those would be Legend. that blockbuster Brutal Legend? What are you talking yeah. about? Uh, they've also, recently they've expanded into just doing smaller downloadable games like Stacking, uh, Iron Brigade, uh, Costume Quest, and they've had a lot of success that way. Yeah, Stacking was pre- pretty popular. Uh, well, of course, Tim Schafer has, has roots in doing point-and-click classic adventure games, and apparently Double Fine wanted to make one. But they could not find a financial backer, or they just didn't look because they knew that they couldn't find one. So <laughs> they decided to use Kickstarter. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with Kickstarter, but Kickstarter is basically a website that says, uh, you tell us what your project is, and we will give you a platform to get backers. You know, people giving you money to do your project. And initially, they wanted $400,000 to complete a Double Fine adventure game. Within a day... They passed a million dollars. Indeed, yes. they did. I mean, I don't really. I'm not really too surprised by this. I mean, if it was like no name, you know, Peabody's, then yeah. But it would be like if um, Kojima got on there and was like, "Hey, I want to <laughs> oh, make, make the next Metal Gear game. Pay for it." They would have like fifteen million dollars in like two. Two, two days. Yeah. <laughs> like this is a little more info. Like in 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 for people pledging money, they get special perks to it, to when a title comes out. So maybe some DLC or a T-shirt. I don't know what they're giving in this case exactly, but but that's the kind of thing to kick Kickstarter does. For ten thousand dollars, you can have lunch with Tim Schafer. Wow, I don't have ten thousand dollars, but if you <laughs> but if you have fifteen dollars, you just get the game. Like, so so basically, you're just pre-buying the game, pre-ordering it before it's even made. Yeah, like I know, I'm, I've seen a lot of people pre-sell their um, albums with this, well, yeah. music albums. Yeah, and, and like something that's cool about this particular case, like, I mean, I would have thought it'd be something they already had pre-made or almost in the works, but they're actually going to document this. So I, I saw another interview, uh, interview with Tim Schafer on, I think it was Game On or something, but. They're actually starting this from scratch, and they're going to document all of it. And I think documentation is part of the uh, one of the rewards you get or whatever. But they don't actually have anything right now. They're starting from they're, scratch. They're going to use two-player productions, if you're not familiar with them. They're the guys that filmed the first season of the Penny Arcade um, TV series. And that was entertaining. I watched that. Yeah. Those guys are hilarious. Yeah. And, and um, Tim Schafer hates them, apparently. <laughs> you see the comic? He was like, maybe you should apologize. <laughs> like, why? He was the one who made Brutal Legend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. man. But I digress. In other Double Fine news, just much smaller Double Fine news, uh, Notch, the Minecraft guy, the day before they did this, this, um, this Kickstarter thing, contacted uh, Tim Schafer via Twitter and said, hey, well, let's make Psychonauts 2. Yeah, now that's pretty awesome. Yeah, the, but apparently he spoke before he thought about anything because Tim Schafer then uh, was like, we can do that, but my budget for Psychonauts 2 is like $20 million. Hey, he he has it. And, and, and then Notch was like, whoa, wait a minute, how much? <laughs> well, well, what? <laughs> yeah, he said. Well, I, I would, I would like to to help fund it, and if we can make it happen and chop it around, that would be great. So, they're, 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 they they want to do it. They both want it. Schaefer has wanted to do it for years, but he's never going to get twenty million dollars to do it. I tell you that. Nobody's going to give him that much because the first one didn't sell worth a crap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's going to have to fund it himself or do another Kickstarter. If he did a Kickstarter, he would get it, though. I don't I mean, know. $20 million did, is a lot of money. Yes. Dude, that that project's been over like for less than a week, and they've got $2 million on a point-and-click adventure. Like, You honestly don't think they could raise $20 million in like two months or however long the, the time limit is? I think they could get pretty close. I think they could get at least half, but $20 million is... Well, then they could get Nash to do the other half. Yeah, I mean that that's kind of cool concept. Maybe we'll see like in the future when people use this to like just fund part of their projects, you know, and get a studio to back up, you know, a, a publisher to back the other half of it. Yeah, yeah. 
Interesting. That'd be a great way to measure, you know, how many people are interested in your project. You know, to to make it easier to pitch. To True. Say, yeah. It is guaranteed sales, you know. Yeah. So, interesting. Well, um, the Vita, I guess, came out today, officially. It's been out for like a week for the pre-order people. Uh, and I don't know if you guys knew this, but if you buy your Vita titles over the PlayStation Network, they're going to be cheaper. $2 cheaper? Like 10% cheaper. Three dollars cheaper then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like five bucks cheaper. You know that that's that's really surprising. I mean, of course, uh, they're saving you know boxing costs, shipping costs, uh, but it's surprising that they would actually make them cheaper because I mean, just kind of seeing the whole PC download and console game stuff go the other way. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, it makes sense that it's cheaper, but this is just more of a marketing thing because they're still. I mean, their their overhead is zero, so <laughs> they should be at least half the price, if you ask me. Yeah. But they can charge that much, so they are going to. So. So you can buy the games off your PlayStation Network. Oops, it's not called that anymore, is it? What is it called? Oh, I don't know. Vita, not, the Vita Network or something? Oh, no, didn't they like change PlayStation Network? It's called something totally different. James, anybody? What's that? PlayStation Network changed his name. It's or, still PSN, is it? Uh, it's uh, Sony Entertainment Network. <laughs> yeah, I thought, uh, okay. I, thought I heard it. Let's dilute it a little more. There we <laughs> go. Good <laughs> job. Sin. Covid sin now. Yeah, weird. Weird. Sin, sin really? <laughs> that no one thought about that before that. Come on, man. Come play with sin. Man, I knew Sony was evil. <laughs> it was sin. Come, come sin with us, man. Oh man, That's a marketing nightmare. All right, the Bible built cringes. Oh yeah. Uh, uh so uh, Comcast is is, is going to launch a Netflix competitor. Yes. Um, Cogmast Instant Streaming. <laughs> it's actually going to be called Stream Picks, and apparently it's going to be ha- uh, a little over half the price of uh, what you can pay for the cheapest Netflix streaming plan. So. Um, I you know I think this is pretty cool, but it's it's all going to depend on content. Because if they come out and have some pretty good stuff, it's going to take off. Yeah, it always depends on content. Stuff like Hulu and everything it, it yeah. is not as successful because they don't have the content the next Netflix has. Oh yeah, they they definitely come out and 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 just give us the same type of stuff that Hulu has. Because because that's just Hulu is a joke to me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see why anybody <laughs> pays for it. I mean seriously, man. <laughs> It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they got Alec Baldwin doing the commercials, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like Alec Baldwin. Hulu is 50% uh, clips, which I don't see why they even have show clips on their site. But anyway, yeah, so I mean, I think Comcast is, is in a good position to uh, to launch this. We know they're going to have their apps going um on the various platforms, and yeah. it's cheaper, so I'm, yeah, and I'm cool. in. And, and remember, Comcast owns NBC and Universal. Oh, so yeah, yeah. All so. of that content is available to them. Very cheap, if not free. And they're probably doing this because they, I mean, they already have their whole Xfinity thing, uh, where you can watch the episodes online, but they probably have to, uh, get the con- uh, content ready for the whole Xbox thing. Uh, so this is probably just something that like kind of just plays into their overall strategy. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Good bits. on you, Comcast. Good on you. Uh, yeah, in other news, uh, you know, Windows 8 is coming out soon, later this year, and they have a new logo. Um, and the window, the new Windows logo has taken on the whole Metro style, and it's very different. But it, I think it, it, I think it looks better. Um, it actually looks like a real window. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's better. Like that, the iconic Windows logo has has always been pretty much the same. Yeah, but it's it's cleaner and more Metro. Which, which is, is, is how they're going with their whole not not that <laughs> Metro is in Neil Patrick Harris. Metro? No, me, Metro is in the Metro UI of Windows Phone and window and the new Xbox interface and Windows 8. So 
it's, it's just like part of their overall. I think the biggest the biggest issue with Windows 8 is that they're getting rid of the start button. They're not getting rid of it. But they aren't. You know why? Because it's, it's not going to be in the bottom left corner. Check, check this. Check this. Any Windows branded device, Windows 8 certified device, is going to have a hardware Windows button. So they're still going to have the Windows button. But well, what about the PC? <laughs> <laughs> It'll have yeah. a, it will have the Windows button. It's gonna, if it's a Windows, think, if it's a Windows 8 certified machine, it's going to have a hardware Windows button. That's the, that's what I've heard. What if you have a keyboard that doesn't have a Windows button? <laughs> Every keyboard has a Windows button. Give me one keyboard that doesn't have a Windows button. Well, yeah. well you, you may have a point. <laughs> the Apple Magic Keyboard. <laughs> the Apple is your Windows button. Okay. <laughs> okay. There's your there's your exception. Oh jeez. Uh, well, I, I'm I, I know. <laughs> but I'm used to looking at that. Man, wow, that Windows 8. That looks horrible, man. It actually looks like a window. Who did that crap? It looks beautiful, <laughs> man. It's clean. No, it doesn't. If Apple would have did this, you would have been all over. Like, man, it's awesome, Apple. You're like, oh, oh my God, it's an Apple. <laughs> Apple. Steve Jobs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I don't like Apple either. Well, but... the Apple fanboy. The app, I'm not an Apple fanboy. I just think this is like, I think it's a step back. You know, it just looks like somebody drew a window. Okay, we're uh, <laughs> gonna have to do this later. But look at the history of the Windows uh, logo. You can find it online if you just search that. And and some of the older ones look atrocious. So uh, I mean, yeah. the Windows 95 one, it looks better than the Windows 95 one, but it doesn't look better than the Windows 7 one at all. Jeez. It just seems like a step backwards to me, a small regression. Yeah. Hmm. But, but I mean, if there's not going to be a Windows button on the screen, I guess it doesn't matter because I won't see it until the computer boots. Yeah. So, Sergio, tell us about a step forward for DC and their <laughs> speaking of new logos. Uh, DC Comics has announced that they have a new logo. My biggest and, question is, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, I guess I did mean to cut you off. <laughs> Go ahead. Like that, that's the news. The news is there is a new logo. Why are they waiting so so far after the whole New 52 thing to do this? It, that would have been a perfect time to go ahead with the new logo. But it's that, when did the New 52 happen? Late last year. Why are they waiting so far along to like drop a new logo on us? It's no. <laughs> I, I I don't know. It, that yes, it would have been a very clean transition had they done it when the New 52 dropped, but. This logo is that doesn't scream comic books. That's if, ugly. If, <laughs> like, if, you, if you thought the Windows uh, Eight logo was ugly, <laughs> take a look at like, this. That looks like it was designed by Dilbert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like it looks like a logo you would see at a Barnes and Nobles. It's, it looks like a Band-Aid logo. That's what it. it it's, it's pretty that's bad. Be a joke. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it want, is it with the world moving on from paper? Like paper is old now. Paper is out. Why would you change your logo to something that resembles paper? Kids born after two thousand doesn't know what this. Means. I didn't think paper. I just thought crap. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like it. But mommy, what is a page turn? <laughs> What's a paper cut? Oh man. What's, I mean, I just, I, I'm just like, this is this, this is the best they can come up with. I don't know if I trust them to draw comics anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from so, from a genre that's so design focused, we get this for their logo. Oh yeah, that's weird. Oh man. Um, but moving on, uh, and something else you wouldn't expect, um. The ever so violent Expendables, Expendables movie has a sequel on the horizon, and this movie was very vi- violent and 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 not really graphic graphic, but it was a violent centered movie. And the whole focus of the movie is bringing back all the action heroes of of heroes of time past together for a big uh, uh, hoorah, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but to get one of the greats, the Chuck Norris. Uh, uh, they had to actually drop the rating because that was one of his stipulations for participating in the filming of the movie. 
that it had to, it couldn't be rated R. You know what? Like I love Chuck Norris, but I, I would just as just as soon rather not him him not being there, being it. To be honest with you, if if it's, if they're gonna drop the rating down to PG thirteen, yeah. As much as I like Chuck Norris, that's I'd rather him just not be in it. <laughs> right. That that brings an inconsistency to the franchise. I mean, it's not even that. The, the whole point of this movie for yes. is <laughs> to be violent and gratuitous and inappropriate. Like, that's the point. Yeah, yeah. But now now parents are strongly cautioned. <laughs> yeah, that's really, a really weird move. Really weird yeah. move. I, yeah, and the whole, and, 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 and I mean, if this was at the peak of the Chuck Norris buzz when Conan O'Brien had the lever that he was pulling, <laughs> which he can't even have anymore because he's not on NBC. But I mean, if it was during that time, then yeah, I could see it. But Chuck Norris, he's he's still a folk hero now, but he's not like you don't hear people talking about him every day. No, but it's somewhere in this there is a Chuck Norris joke. <laughs> Uh, it hasn't been written yet, but it's in there somewhere. Yeah. When a zombie bites Chuck Norris, the zombie turns into Chuck Norris. <laughs> well, hopefully the movie be good anyhow, but it's kind of disappointing. Yeah. So uh, that's that does it for news. Woohoo! Woo! Let's move on to what we're watching. And uh, did let's see. I went to the movies. Oh really? Yeah, and I watched a movie that. Uh, you watched a movie at the movies? Wow! I watched it. It's a Jeez. movie. You watched an emo superhero movie? <laughs> it, it is very much an emo superhero. <laughs> uh, I watched Chronicle, and it's a it's a found footage superhero movie, and by superhero I mean not heroes, just dudes with powers. But that movie was great. Shaky cam. The very shaky cam. Yeah, T- towards the end. Jeez. Well, I thought they were controlling it with their powers. They did for proportions of it, but the, the the big final battle at the end, they aren't controlling anything with their mind except beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> but it I it it does a really good job of portraying three teenage kids who are gradually, you know, building their powers and how they would act with them. You know, very immature kids just doing, oh, let me do this. Oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, look, I can fly now. You know, just. Well, I, w- I would really like to know how they got their powers, but I guess I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> uh, wh- well, I, I, I'm not. I don't want to spoil you know, anything specific, but it they were bitten by a radioactive chia pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it, it doesn't matter how they got their powers in, in, in the movie, because that's not what the movie's about. The movie's about them learning the powers, what it does to their relationship and their lives and how it, you know, plays out at the end. Hmm. So, so yeah, it could have been a radioactive chia pet. It doesn't matter. Gotcha. Yeah. But, uh, I, 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 I would suggest watching it, you know, it, it, it is going to be very shaky cam. So if, if you didn't like things like Cloverfield or, you know, you get, Weak stomached over stuff like Cloverfield, then don't watch Chronicle. You may throw up. Mm. Cloverfield's good though. I I I could I could watch it if it's if it's that level of shakiness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shaky cam, shaky cam. Yeah, and and the acting's really good. Like the the dudes that they've chose to play the the characters are very very good. Uh, let's see. Clarence, what are you, or what are, actually, I think we all watch this. What are you watching? Uh, yeah, before we go into those trailers, I, I just want to mention a series I've been watching on Netflix. Uh, I'm like two episodes in. It's kind of weird. It, it came out in 2010. There's no ordinary family. And it's the same, um, well, I guess not the same, but this family gets powers and they explore these powers and how it affects their whole family dynamic and stuff. And, um, yeah, I just want to briefly mention it. It's it's not great. I'm getting the heroes <laughs> vibe from it. Like, and when I say heroes, I mean heroes like when heroes got bad. You know, oh, uh, it, it was it was good. 
Uh, oh, don't, dude! The first season, wound. heroes. Let's awesome. not open this wound. <laughs> but but anyway, it is is not great. But if you just, it's something to watch. It's something to watch. Um, that has it has um it has the uh, Michael Chill Chill. What have you pronounced? Yeah, the guy's he was name. the thing. Yeah, yeah, from uh, the Fantastic Four movies. And it's funny because his powers on this show is like very thingy. He does a lot of. <laughs> He 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 has like the Hulk jump, <laughs> and he can catch bullets, and he's super strong. So hey, um, the wise re- leap over a chest how walls in a single bound. Pretty much, uh, the wife is super fast like the Flash. The son is super smart, and the the girl can read minds. So uh, she's Matt Parkman. So uh, super smart is that a power? Super smart. I guess it is when you used to be dumb. So hey, uh, <laughs> all, things that all superheroes are super smart, all of them. Yeah, especially if you can make your own web uh, cartridges. But anyway, uh, <laughs> it, it it it's it's an it's an it's an you know I'm only two episodes in, but I did find myself wanting to watch the next episode immediately after after the first one. And um, I don't think the show is no longer on. I think yeah, it, it it got canceled. Yeah, but you know if you're looking for something to watch, it's 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 okay. Don't don't be expecting anything <laughs> great, but hey. Uh, <laughs> well, I shouldn't have brought it up. But what a <laughs> glowing recommendation! <laughs> hey, I watched it. and I have to bring it up, man. I also watched uh, *Pregnant by a Vampire*, but I'm not going to talk about that crazy movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Amazing Spider-Man trailer number two. Have you guys seen this thing? Yes. Wow. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Like I was already on board with this new Spider-Man movie. I I, I do have gripes though. Uh, first one being, I don't think this guy's funny. <laughs> yeah, who who the the guy that they're, they're playing? Sp- yeah. Peter Parker. Yeah, he's not funny, man. He he just doesn't. I don't know if I'm just so used to Tobey Maguire or any of the Spider-Man voices I've heard on any cartoon has been out, but he just doesn't sound like he has <laughs> the element of hilarity that Spider-Man that's core to Spider-Man's character. Yeah, but neither did Tobey Maguire. Yes, he did. No, he no. Dude, he was hilarious in Spider-Man Three. Man, oh my gosh, I loved that movie. It was awesome. He was he was he was funny in all the movies to me. He, he, the sarcasm is like dripping from your voice, Carrie. It's I did like I like <laughs> I, I liked Spider-Man Three. I did. I liked it. I'm oh. I'm being completely serious. I mean, I'll come on, man. Tobey Maguire was funny. I think we could pretty much say that without uh, question. Like I, I love the first Spider-Man movies. I do, but I always thought Tobey Maguire was a bad choice. Well, I mean, he was like, it's, it's like I, I, I agree with both you guys though, but in different ways. Cause like, like the thing about Peter Parker is he's a quick-witted nerd. Like Tobey Maguire was a nerd, but he was like a, a goofy nerd. He wasn't like dim-witted. No, I, don't, I wouldn't say dim-witted, but you know, like most, most quick-witted nerds when they're about to get beat up by a bully they you know they'll snap at them and say something to confuse them and they'll be like ah and they'll swing at them but he was just like he was just like a wimp he was like a, a complete wimp yeah so really? i mean i guess i i guess i agree with Sergio. <laughs> yeah yeah you said he, he toby glass spider-man was a wimp yeah, yeah. He was until he got his he got i mean i don't know like like, okay, okay, well, let, let me redirect my argument. My argument was just about the wittiness of the comments and how they come off from the particular actor. And, like, for this trailer, for instance, when he's in a car and he's, like, uh, he, the guy says, uh, who are you? Are you here to stop me? Are you a superhero or something? And then he says, I'm back here in a blue and red suit. What do you think? You know, he, he just doesn't have the delivery of the lines to make it funny to me. You know, that was just one particular clip. Maybe the mm-hmm. whole movie will be more, you know, it would grow on me or whatever. But I just didn't get that vibe from that, I guess, 10-second clip. I don't know. Like, Tobey Maguire didn't have many one-liners, though, if that's what you're talking about, that I can remember. Yeah, because Spider-Man as a character is a snarky teenager or a snarky, you know, 20-year-old smart, or whatever. He's a smart mouth, like, yeah. third. I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't t- really remember Tobey Maguire. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're, I think you're right about that. But but this character but that character really didn't try to do that. But this character is, and it doesn't. 
it to me is not coming off like it does in maybe maybe not even just the movies, but even like the the the, the, the cartoons in yeah. in the comic I mean, books. One one liners in and of themselves are cheesy. So <laughs> well, it's it's not really about the cheesiness of it. It's, it's about the 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 how it's how they portray it or how they you know how they deliver it. I guess. I yeah. So I mean, on, just watch that particular part of the trailer. You'll see what I'm talking about. But other than that, I loved it. So I mean, I mean, this is one part I'm picking out. But I love the trailer. Other than that, we so saw. Do you guys think this will be more action packed than the than the old ones? Um. Is in like is in fisticuffs and stuff. I, it'll you know? be I don't be at least on par. As long as they don't make a try to make it lovey dovey. As long as they don't put three <laughs> villains in it, I will be happy. That's the only thing I didn't like about Spider Man Three. But yeah. other than that, I thought it was cool. I mean, yeah. the the second trailer had a lot of action in it, so um, seemed like they had a lot more hand to hand combat going on in the trailer. I don't know, but. It looks promising. I'm gonna go watch it regardless. Yeah, it it, it 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 looks more like they're focusing on building the characters and having you sympathize with the characters more than in the previous ones. Yeah, because we say that they're like starting over. It's just kind of silly. Yeah, know. it makes me mad too. You did you see how young Aunt May is? She she doesn't even have like a head full of gray hair on this. It wait, <laughs> isn't it played by uh, Sally Field? Yeah, I think so. Who was Sally yeah. Field? Sally Field was Forrest Gump's mom. <laughs> <laughs> she's got. <clears throat> she's just not had. She's not Walker old. She's just. Old. She 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 just. I mean, Aunt May has have a head full of gray hair. That's just how I see it. But hey, <laughs> she was born in. Four, she's sixty five, dude. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's it's the tw- it's twenty eleven. No one has a head full of gray hair. It's twenty twelve. It's not 2011. It's 2012. No one has gray hair anymore. <laughs> yeah, because they, they diet. Because when Ted Danson stopped coloring his hair and I saw him a head full of white hair, I was hurt. I was mm-hmm. like, Man, I'll, tell, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you when I was hurt. This is when I found out that fade on Steve Harvey's head was fake. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's when I was hurt. I, I was like, I always wonder why he had a perfect fade everywhere he went. He used to be envious of, of his line. Exactly. He had that. He had he had like a awesome line. <laughs> wow. Well, speaking of trailers, uh, while uh, while the Super Bowl's going on, you know the one that the Giants won. Woo! Ah. The Avengers, yeah, that's right. Uh, the Avengers uh, had a trailer that um, I, I guess it was the most, it was the biggest trailer of the you know the entire whatever. No, it wasn't. It? Oh yeah, I forgot. Bat- Battleship was also. No, it wasn't. It was Clint Eastwood. <laughs> We're back. It's uh, halftime, America. Oh, I guess that doesn't really such, count as a trailer, but it felt like a trailer. Such a bad, bad commercial. Dude, that thing was that commercial was awesome, dude. No, it, that's, that that commercial pandered so badly to to, to what the. Same commercial they had last year was trying to do. Last year's commercial was great, where they had you know the Eminem song playing, and they're like uh, Chrysler imported from Detroit. You know that was a, it was a powerful commercial. This one this year was like we're going to take that same idea and we're going to run a three minute commercial about it. It was awesome. Oh, oh, and right. Andy made an interesting comment. He was like, "Seeing Clint Eastwood cry at the end of Million Dollar Baby was like watching ten old yellers." <laughs> <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I know that I know that's like totally related, but I had to bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, what were the, the Avengers trailer? Oh man, what, what was a big old trailer? Now that movie has a lot of action in it. But yeah. Jesus. I'm still not like sold on the whole cap old Captain America dude. They should at least like update the suit or something. His suit is different, ain't it? Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's different in the Avengers. Yeah, <laughs> it's different than it is in them. Yeah, because it's what? How many years uh, ahead ahead of? Uh, exactly. That's what I was thinking. But okay, I guess I didn't pay that much attention to the trailer. Yeah, uh, but, but but most importantly, the, the one thing that the first trailer was missing was just a group shot, a simple group shot that had all of the Avengers in it, or you know, just basically here we've put together this team, and here it is. This one has a great group shot. 
Is it bad that the only reason I want to watch that movie is because of Robert Downey Jr.? It's like I could give two craps about everybody else except Samuel Jackson. <laughs> man, Samuel's looking old, man. He Jeez. is old. He's like he's, he's like sixty something, but geez. he's like Morgan Freeman old. Like I mean, he I mean, up until a few years ago, he's been holding, you know, looking fairly the same age for like at least a, a long span of movies. You know, come yeah. on, man. Man, he's even, always looked old. Though. What am I talking about? <laughs> even even the best look old. Yeah, what are you talking about Samuel? Yeah, he's been he's been around a while, man. He should look old. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> yeah, but Robert, I, even Robert Downey Jr. is old at this point. Can, can I say something? Sure. That, that I don't care anything about Thor, man. I don't either. I don't care anything about Hawkeye. <gasps> why? why <Don't>, the, it, <laughs> Natalie Portman was the only reason I liked the war. That's dude. and she was so bad in that movie. <laughs> she was. <laughs> she still looked like Natalie Portman, so it was okay. I'm like, you know, she, I'm like y'all. With, I mean, I've I've recently seen the movie, and I remember y'all comments. She she shouldn't have been in that movie. It made no sense. She was like an astrophysicist or some crap. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. You're Natalie taking Portman. my research. I totally don't buy that. At She's all. way too big a name actress to be in that movie. They they, they could have hired any no name nobody, and they would have been just as good. Well, not well. Should. I guess for everyone but Carrie. <laughs> yeah. I, I, would, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have even. To be honest with you, I wouldn't even watch that movie if if she wasn't in it. But you made an interesting comment the last time we talked about it. You said that there, the black guy wasn't in the movie. He was like the gatekeeper to Asgard. He was in- yeah, that was Idris Elba, <laughs> the, uh, the, the wire guy. Yeah, he was in it. What? Did Ice make that comment? Well, you had seen it and nobody else was. I was like, did you see the black um, yeah, Viking? Yeah, we, we kind of really talk about it. Norseman, and you were like, no, there weren't any black people in that movie. And he was. Hmm. He was really insignificant, though. But but he, he was in the movie. <laughs> he, was, he was. He was in the movie. He, he he was a very significant part in the movie. I get. I guess I just don't see color, you guys. <laughs> that, I, I got. I got problems with the Thor movie, man. It, what was what was wrong with the Thor movie, man? It just was dumb. <laughs> it was dumb. I'm gonna break the bridge to Earth. I'm gonna send you. To, I'm gonna take your powers because you a bad son. I'm taking your pals. You a bad son. You go to Earth. I don't even remember what the. I must still talk like this because I. It was like it was like Pee Wee Herman was the villain of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Oh, he did look like Pee Wee Herman. (laughs) That was Loki. Loki. Yeah. I will say it was one of the most beautiful movies of that year, though. Although I, you know, it, it, I mean, it wasn't. It, it was okay. It was okay, but it just wasn't. It, you don't. You can go without seeing it and not be worried. You know. See, see. see I mean, I, I put I, it like this: it's it's worth like it's worth watching, but I wouldn't put it anywhere near any of the other superhero movies. Like and it, anywhere, it, it, any it, of like I, I I think I like the Fantastic Four movies better than I like Thor. But like I said, it's worth watching. It's worth watching, but it it really wasn't like awesome. I, I, I have a very different stance on that. It's Thor. Like <laughs> Th- Thor as a character is a really dumb idea in the first place. Yeah. And okay. y- you know, you y- you take that character and you put him in a movie, and you just kind of assume it's gonna suck. Then when what comes out is not shit. Yeah. If, you, you, like, it'd be like, like if they made a semi decent Superman movie. Right. Yeah. If, <laughs> if, if if you look at a character like Iron Man, who is, is inherently cool. If you make a movie that sucks with Iron Man, then you've really failed. Yeah, if you look at it from that angle, it, it was an okay movie. But th- that movie, I mean, I'm just going to say this again, if anybody missed it. That movie on Blu-ray is going to look beautiful. Cause it has some it's not on Blu-ray yet? No, it I, is. I, I mean, I'm saying watching it in Blu-ray is going to be a beautiful thing when I get it in Blu-ray. Because that's the only reason I want it. Because it's a lot of special effects. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, enjoy, I watched Thor twice in the theaters. I really, really enjoyed it. Wow. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I just really like that movie. The only Marvel movies I've seen multiple times in theaters are the Iron Man's, and I think I might have watched X Men First Class twice. Hey, did did you shed a did you shed a tear when um when Thor couldn't pull his hammer out the rock? 
<laughs> no, no, but but I, I was like, oh, dude, I feel your pain, man. Like, that sucks. It sucks so bad, doesn't it? That's like your left hand. Like, you, you, you can't pick up your left hand. Oh, man. I was sure he was going to do it, man. I was like, no. Tear. <laughs> we destroyed the bridge to Asgard. <laughs> That's so dumb. But, well, anyway. Will I ever see Natalie Portman again? Of course you will. You're in the Avengers movie. Still a bit spaceship and fly to Asgard. Because she's an astrophysicist. The hottest astrophysicist in the entire history of the humankind. Will she be in Avengers? No, we can't afford her. That's right. Okay, uh... Now now that you mention it, it was probably a bad idea to cast her in the first place. (laughs) Well, was those your Tony Stark voice? (laughs) I don't know what that was. I mean, mean, Sherlock Holmes, Tony. I mean, Robert Downey Jr., Man, Sherlock Rob Downey changed the man, dude. Like, I, I, I need to watch the new Sherlock Holmes. I still haven't seen it yet. I enjoyed it. Oh, boo. Uh, let's let's move on to what we're playing. I've played all of these games. Ah, well, then we can discuss. <laughs> let's talk about Mass Effect 2. So, a uh, friend of mine, I'm, you, you, Reed, from the Reality Breach podcast, he, uh, he has been on a mission for, like, the past year saying, dude, you have to play Mass Effect 2. You have to play Mass Effect 2. Don't even bother with the first one. Just play Mass Effect 2. Like, it's so good. You're going to love it and, and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, just shut up. I'll buy it. Mandate. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, so I bought it. And I played it. And I, I've learned one thing. That game is awesome. I don't like dialogue wheels. Dialogue <laughs> See, see that that lets me know that you didn't take your time. <laughs> that that alone lets me know that you didn't, didn't take your time and Charlie really experienced the game. Like, like I know, I know what it is. You want to shoot stuff, but like a role playing game is not just about shooting stuff. It was like, not even that. Like, like the the no, ones that I that I did actually matter though. They 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 changed what happens in the game. Yeah, they they're really interesting, man. I played the second one before I played the first one. I mean, I'll agree with Reed. Or was it Josh that that the the second one is the one to play if you want to play any of them? Yeah. Uh, but I just don't see how you didn't get caught up in the story because that what drives it, man. It's oh, see, the, the story did not resonate with me until about halfway through when I stopped reading things. <laughs> like I when <laughs> I stopped going when, when I stopped it's going through the, the, the five dialogue options, I was like. Can, can I just tell me what's happening? That's Don't, because you're trying to accomplish something. You can't just pick number one and, and, and just it's try to... It's you. It's you living your space pirate life. It's not just skipping through the dialogue so I can shoot something. But the thing is, is once I started doing that, I really started enjoying that game. Oh. <laughs> like, when I started choosing the neutral option every single time and it picked up the pace, I was like, this shit is awesome. Come on, man. <laughs> And and of course I got it on PS3. Ashamed. I, I got it on PS3, so it comes with three different DLC packs. And if you haven't played the Lair of the Shadow Broker, you need to play it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, did I play that one? Was that the last one? Uh, I I don't know if it was the last one. <clears throat> I think Laria was the last one. I, I, I think I, I yeah I played most of the DLC. Yeah, that, like you need to play it, play it. It's great. Now, as for the PS3 version, like. It's buggy. Yeah, I got it on PC, so I don't have Really to. buggy. Like, there's frame rate issues. There's texture pop-in issues. Like, there, there are certain points where it just kind of freezes for two seconds. Wow. Yeah. It it looks great. Except, except like, uh, what's his name? Shepard has kind of this cross-eyed thing going. That's your... You made him. No, like, I you, didn't. You chose stock. I, yeah, I was like, I dude, that 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 tells me you didn't you didn't put time into it. Yeah, no, well, no, yeah. that no, that just tells you what kind of gamer I am, or I'm sorry, game player I am. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. I, I want, I want an iconic person. You had the time to mill the beautiful master. That is you, Sergio. It is you. And you chose exactly. stock. You yeah. chose stock. Like, oh, oh, what's the what's the guy from the 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 uh, hey the the what's the, the show where they hit each other and stuff. Steve-O, what's his name? Jackass. <laughs> Jackass Steve-O guy. Character. Yeah, because like I don't like customizing characters. I just don't. I don't. Know. Well, I'll just put it like this: I'm if that's the case, I'm surprised you enjoyed this game at all. To be honest with you, like, yeah, I, like I, you're only playing half of it. 
<laughs> the half I played was great, and I still spent like 30 hours in it. So, so that means you're gonna love Mass Effect 3 then. Pro- yeah, probably. Yeah, you like that's good. So Mass Effect 3, you can just turn on the shooting and not have to worry about any other dialogue. So if you want to shoot, they, play Halo. <laughs> they made it for you. Well, I've already played Halo. I need other stuff to Halo play. Halo 4 comes out this year, actually. Yeah, it does. It's kind of crazy that it comes out this year, because. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that 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 final mission, the suicide mission, that is epic, dude. Legit, like the decision. Epic. The decisions you made on that in the dialogue wheels that you hate decided who lived and who died. Like, if you sent the wrong person to do the wrong thing, then they died. Oh, yeah, I know. All right, I'm just making sure. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I understand, what, you know, like, my, my my Renegade and Paragon ratings were terrible because I just wasn't talking to people, but you, you that's can, fine. Like, I'm okay with that. You, you can actually form deep relationships with your uh, crew, man. Deep yeah. relationships. You can really do Deep. literally, literally. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking <laughs> about. It's penetration. <laughs> oh, it was really bad. That that <laughs> that part where they like attack the ship and you have to play as uh, the, the 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 pilot guy, and they kidnap all of the crew. Yeah. I didn't even realize the crew was gone <laughs> and, until they said out loud, "It's like, oh hey, yeah, your crew's gone." I'm like, really? Oh. Oh gosh. Oh damn. Oh look, there is no one here. You're right. Jeez. Oh, oh man, I used to just walk around those ship talking to people. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I, loved I loved it, dude. It was freaking man. awesome. Well, I'm I'm glad you guys got that from the game because that's not what I'm there for. Well, like I said, Mass Effect Three will have a mode just for you. Woo-hoo. All you do is shoot. All you do is shoot, shoot, shoot. No matter what, you don't have to talk. Well, speaking of shooting, and all you do is sh- all I do is shooting. Here's the name. Oh man, I love this game, dude. It's awesome. Bulletstorm. It's so awesome. So I picked up Bulletstorm from Amazon.com for like seven bucks. Whoa, whoa, whoa! On... What? Huh? What? I said I won't. I'm looking up right now. Sorry. Oh uh, well, <laughs> yeah, it's not seven bucks anymore. Jeez. It was oh, like a special. Uh, and I grabbed it for, for PC because it's games for Windows Live, and I'm like, hey, why not? Achievement. Don't say it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and th- there's just something, just something, I don't know how to explain it. Something deep inside me just likes playing that game. Like I said, it, you don't have to think at all. No. It's got, it's got witty, well, I won't say witty banner, but it's got it's got funny dialogue. <laughs> And and it's the guy that's doing the main character's voice. He he's the uh, Stephen J. Bloom. He voiced Spike in Cowboy Bebop. If you ever seen the English version of it, but anyway, it's just it's just fun. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's like they just turned the ridiculous all the way up, over the top. It's like you know what? Let's give this guy a, a magic boot that can kick people across the room. Then while they're flying across the room in slow mo, let's give this, yeah. this same guy a whip that whips them back to him so that he. He can shoot them in the face in slow motion and watch the face explode. It's like, it's like the perfect doom. You can kick <laughs> over trash cans and they explode. Yeah, like it's, it 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 appeals to the the deepest man part of me. Yeah, do you know? we, we say this before? Kind of creepy. <laughs> do we say before this was everything that Duke Nukem wanted to be or, sh- or yeah, exactly. aspires to be? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It understands what era of time it's in. I'll put it like that. Yeah. It understands it's not the 90s anymore. Yeah. It, I mean, there isn't a whole lot to this game, but, I mean, for what it is, it, does, it doesn't take itself too seriously, you know, and it's just a fun ride. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would not hesitate to, to recommend Bulletstorm to someone who likes shooting things. <laughs> and... And now one thing I can say, playing Bulletstorm Mass Effect 2 back-to-back really shows how bad of a combat engine Mass Effect 2 has. Because Bulletstorm is smooth. I was able to drop right into it. Aren't they both the Unreal, both the Unreal Engine? No. I could have sworn that Mass yeah, Effect 2, I've... they're both for the Unreal Engine, I think. Yeah, I think it is, too. Uh, well, the Mass Effect 2 on PS3 is yeah. built in the, the new... Yeah, Mass, Mass Effect, Effect 2 and 3 are running off Unreal Engine 3. Weird. Well, they didn't use it right. 
But I mean, of, of course, Bulletstorm is <laughs> well, the Gears of War guys. So yeah, I think I think Mass Effect Two is not, but I know Mass Effect Three is. Because yeah, because I was able to drop I, right into Bulletstorm I, without a problem, start shooting I, things, and really loved it. Mass Effect Two, a, Mass Effect One, Two, and Three are running off the Unreal Engine. Wow. So. Three, so. so clumsy. So, but it's not. It's not. It's not made by Epic Games. So I mean, like my brother yeah. was saying. <laughs> I mean, when they get these engines, they probably uh, branch them so much that they probably hardly resemble anything close. Well, from I mean, studio to studio. I mean, the thing yeah. is, like Mass Effect is a role playing game. They're they're developing a role playing game with a first person shooter engine. I mean, that can't be easy. <laughs> true, true. I mean, give him a little, give him, a, cut him a little slack. Well, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna say I'm complaining about the 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 shooting in Mass Effect Two. It was passable, but don't play it, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right like it, 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 it was, it, it didn't break the game for me. But coming right off a of Bulletstorm, yeah, it was ooh, big difference. Bulletstorm's just fine, man. Yeah. So, Carrie, what are you playing? I'm playing Old Republic. And I don't really have a whole lot to say about it other than if you enjoy your free time, do not buy this game. (laughs) (laughs) Each character class has a separate storyline, and each quest is like dialogue, and there's dialogue trees, which I love. And you get experience for missions. Um, You don't just get experience for fighting. Uh, It's... It's just it's you actually feel like you're in the Star Wars world like more than ever. I play with Henry um, Ninja Code for you and people who don't know. Well, I guess if you don't know, <laughs> you know who Ninja Code is. But anyway, I play with him just about every weekend. And dude, it's we have a lot of fun, man. We can do our mission. We do our missions together. And <clears throat> he's a, he's light side. And I'm dark side. So well, he we're both playing um M- Empire. But he's on. Um, he's trying to create a light side character. I'm, my my character straight up dark side. So it's like awesome if you're you you play the dialogue trees together. So like when you go into a conversation, we're both standing there talking to the person, and then we both get a we get a choice. And if we don't pick the same thing, the game rolls, and whoever wins the roll is like actually who talks. So like if my character, if I say something like like offensive or like smart mouth off to the you know, then my character will say it. But if he chooses like something good and he wins a role, his character will say it. And then where that actually comes into play is when you make decisions like lark, darker light side decisions. So like, just to give you an example, we caught this guy who was like screwing over the empire, and like we had a choice whether to to set him free or to kill him. So you know, naturally Henry chose to set him free, <laughs> and I chose to kill him. And I won the role, and my guy's hands like did the lightning, and he died. It was awesome, but. I mean, it, it, it's just little stuff like that. Yeah. It, it's not it's not just you and somebody else running around killing stuff. It's like you're actually like experiencing the game together. Yeah, man. I, is, I, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Just, I gotta say that that whole di- Bioware dialogue tree is the only thing that would even remotely get me to play an MMO. Because uh, I tried it with with the Star Trek MMO, or whatever, and dude. After you play, have you even played a little bit of um, the old Republican child playing anything else, and you're not used to uh, uh, people not talking? <laughs> yeah, if you're not used to MMOs, it's just gonna be like, man, what is this crap? You know. So I mean, that's that's cool what you just said, though. I didn't know you could do that. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just that's just one aspect. I recently got my starship, so like I can actually go to different planets now, and um, they actually have shooting missions, which I haven't done them yet, but. Henry told me they're pretty cool. There's just there's just so much to that game, dude. And like I said, each each like you know with Knights of the Republic, you pick your class and you pretty much play the same. You you play through one game, but you pick you roll another character, another character class, and the game the storyline is complete completely different. You know, you do different missions, you have different objectives, and it's just I mean it's a huge game. I mean it's gigantic. Um. If you like MMOs, if you like Star Wars, I mean it's it's a safe bet. If you're looking for the next great MMO, this is definitely it. I mean, I see this I could see this overtaking WoW eventually. I'm not saying it's gonna happen anytime soon. But I mean after this I couldn't go back to playing any other kind of MMO. And I was the type of person where I liked I liked <laughs> Final Fantasy Eleven and that was like the only thing I really wanted to play. Like I didn't really like any of the MMOs, but this one man, I'm telling you, it's it's the real deal. 
Oh, you use those Japanese MMOs? Watch well, no, I just, watch I, just I just didn't like the. <laughs> I mean, it's not necessarily Japanese. I just I like the style of play in Final Fantasy XI because it was so much different than anything else. Like, just to me, everything else seemed like a cookie cookie cutter MMO. You know, you just ran around and you talked talked and you killed rabbits and and. But this, this, <laughs> like, you, it, it's just so different that you know if you've ever wanted to try MMO before. This is the one to yeah. try to see if you I agree. like. I agree with that. Uh, well, I have a question. I have a stand. I have a standing bet with Reed that um, Star Wars: The Old Republic will be free to play within a year. No, hey, I'm not so sure. I thought that at first won't. too, but I Dude, this, this so game sure. is so good, and they put so much into it that not only would that hurt their bottom line, but people people are gonna people are willing to pay for a great game. Wow, should tell you that. Wow! Wow! People are still playing for a while. Yeah, it I mean, it, it might be three or f- three or four years for this game. Ever, well, if it I, ever. I will say this though, Sergio. Like I will say that I don't think the MMO industry or the MMO fan base will be able to support more than two play two or three play games at a given time. So you know, most of them will probably have to go free to play. Ion's going free to play in like a few months. So. I mean, I will say that I don't see there being every, you know, there's going to be maybe one or two MMOs that people are willing to pay for, and everything else, if they want to survive, they're going to have to go free to play. But and this it, game, yeah. this game is so good that people will pay for it. It's like it's worth the fifteen dollars a month easily. Yeah, that that's pretty good uh, twist to it because I've never heard anyone really state it like that. Uh, that there only be two top two that people are going to pay for, and everything else be free to play. You know, I, I, free to pay, uh, free to play. I've heard a lot of people talk about, you know, the whole going free to play thing, but I ain't never heard any, have never heard anyone say that distinctly. There will only be one or two that that people will be willing to play pay overall. You know, yeah, which yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but but like even a, a large portion of WoW is free to play. It is. Yeah, like you can play it's up to like, like level, level 20. twenty. Yeah, but. If you play for that long, you're going to pay. I don't consider that free to play. But but and that's I'm not a, I'm I'm not yeah I'm not saying that that I'm not saying the whole one year thing it, as a dig towards the Star Wars game. I understand it's great. It's just more of where the industry is going. Well, I mean, everything is free to play that, now except for WoW. I agree with you. The paradigm is shifting, but again. People are willing to pay for quality. Dude, the the 3DS, which everybody thought was going to fail, including me, because of the <laughs> crappy marketing and the cra- and there are no games for it. Not because I think cell phones are going to take over. It sold five million in a year. It sold five million units in Japan. That's the fastest selling console ever over there. So I mean, apparently there's something over there that people want. They're willing to pay. And, you know, it's like I don't care what the industry's doing. If you make something great. People will buy it. I mean, that, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, and if you think about it, 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 with the Old Republic, anybody that really wanted to play this game for free probably when it was in a beta in some shape, form, or fashion. You know, yeah. so maybe a year uh, down the line or something, they may have to do free to level X. You know, but you know, everybody that wanted to play this game was in the beta. Uh, I, I don't see it though, because I mean, if if you really like Star Wars, a lot of people really, really yeah, like Star Wars. Yeah, that's true. And I, that's I see true. people. I see this being more of a gateway to people playing MMOs in any other game that's ever been out, just because of the source material. But it's a, like I said, it's a great game built on top of great source material. So I mean, it just has a potential to surpass, like even WoW. But just like I said, because I mean, everybody loves Star Wars. Let's be honest. Even people that like Star Trek more, they still like Star Wars. So I don't know. I just I don't see this game going free to play anytime soon, hmm. dude. People still pay for Final Fantasy Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, true. So I mean, I, I I think people will pay for it. I really do. Well, we'll see. We'll we'll revisit this next year. Definitely, definitely. All right. Uh, we'll, let's see. Where, where where are we going next with this? Uh, That's it. That wow. That's it. The Tech Edition podcast is is complete. How's it feel to be back, guys? Uh. Pretty- Pretty darn good. Yeah. Uh, until it's next week. It's been a while week. since I've been on a podcast, like <laughs> expedition podcast, like even before we took a little break. It's been a while since I've been on one. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. So welcome back, Carrie. Thank you, good sir. Uh, well, uh, let's see. Visit the website, techpedition.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, that would be at Techpedition. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. And, and you can also circle us on Google+. Uh, we are always posting stuff on Google+. So if you're one of the nine people who use Google+, like, <laughs> check us out. Uh, send us fan mail. Uh, and said, visit the site. We have a fan mail thing there. Just check us out. Like, we're always posting goofy stuff. So. So James didn't actually hang up. He just left. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see his icon is still there. Staring <laughs> right. creepily at the. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> well, tune in next week. Thank you for listening. Uh, for Carrie and Clarence, my name is Sergio. That's the cast. Go south. Ha, ha, ha. I just feels burnt and dusty. <laughs> <laughs>